G'day, this is Dom Harvey from The Edge Breakfast Show, and you're listening to The Kiwi Running Show. Kia ora and welcome everyone to episode 32 of the Kiwi Running Show. My name is Hayden Sherman and with me here in the sunshine down in the Auckland waterfront is... Hamish Meacham. Thank you all for joining us today. We've got an awesome show lined up. Um, we're going to talk a lot about athletics because it's athletic season. It's pretty blimmin' exciting, Hayden. Yeah, we're, we are in the heat of it. Like, and We're <laughs> nerding out beyond, beyond yeah, yeah. all imagination. It's, yeah, it's full swing and so there's only kind of seven or eight weeks left in the athletic season so we're getting towards the peak of it and I'm getting bloody more and more excited every day. Yeah. Awesome. yeah, nice. I love the excitement. Yeah. And I should also say, um, apologies, we did not do a show last week. We skipped a week. Uh, yeah. It's kind of my fault a little bit. Well, is it or were we just we're testing the water yeah. to see if people would miss us? And, we and got, they did. We they got they a, did. A flurry of uh, Facebook well, texts. We got at least two messages. messages. <laughs> 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 we have I've had quite a few messages yeah, come through. So what's I got going a on? Written complaint from my mother who listens to the show every week, and she was not happy. So. Yeah, so sorry about that. But we are in summer mode, um, and we were busy trying to get interviews for um, for this week. So. Yeah. Um, this episode is basically all about the athletics action yeah. that's been happening. Um, you were down at the Capital Classic last week. Yeah, we're going to yeah. finish off with some interviews from there. Yep. Um, but we need to cover off some news, so yeah. keep you all updated. There's been lots happening. So we're going to start uh, with the US and some awesome uh, indoor running. Julian Oakley, uh, over the mile at the New Balance Indoor Games, ran 3.59.04, so a sub four nice. mile. Um, Julian Oakley. He has been under four before, yeah, hasn't he? He's been yeah. under four before, but it's, uh, you know, this is early in the season. Yeah. Um, so it's great that he's doing it early. That would indicate that he can go a lot faster later in the indoor season and then hopefully even faster <laughs> in the outdoor season. Now, is that going to be a qualifier for nationals? Or is he still at school? Uh, he uh, should still be at school. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know. It doesn't have a school next to him, so I don't know. I can't confirm or deny that. Um, what I can tell you is, for those who don't know, Julian Oakley is the son of Susan Devoy. Ah, uh, yes, so of course. He he has the family pedigree, um, so I've kind of picked him since way back in the day. I was like, this kid's got the goods, and so I need you to come through for me, Julian. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I think he's a dark horse for world champs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just yep. to throw into the mix, we've got obviously uh, four world-class 1,500-meter runners, and I think that number's going to expand to five, and uh, I think it's going to be really interesting, actually. Some of our 1,500 guys are going to, I think, feel a bit of pressure to move up to the 5K, just because there's going to be so many guys hitting those uh, world champ standards. Yeah, I yeah, hope so. That's my yep. prediction. Watch this space. Yeah, yeah. And so, look, other, other news from the States... Um, the Houston Marathon, which is a, a great event, um, often really changeable weather, and this year was no different. Um, like horrendous uh, rainstorms during the event, but Mary Davies ran 2:42:57 for the marathon. Nice. So that's her. She's a former Olympian or world. She's run at World Champs, I think. She yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she's based in Canada. Um, but basically, you know, a professional runner over there. She went ha through halfway and uh, took under 118. Yeah. So, yeah. So, sort of 236 pace. Yeah. And then um, the other news Harry Dixon, who has graduated from 
I don't know, I can't remember what school he was at. Maybe he was at Providence. Um, but he ran a, a 106.11 half marathon at the Rock and Roll Half Marathon. Very good. Uh, yeah, so that's in Phoenix, Arizona. So really, really good running. So he, that that's kind of, there's lots more uh, international results. So do be sure to jump on to the Athletics New Zealand site and check out their news section. Um, yeah, but, but they do a really good job of trawling through all the, all the world results and finding what Kiwis have been doing around the globe. So yeah, um, yeah. That, Good, good on you, Athletics New Zealand. Keep, yeah. up, keep up the good work. Good on you, uh, Murray McKinnon. He's the uh, man who, who collates all of that. Yeah. And he, yeah, he's a very good bloke. Um, so we're going to talk about some athletics, Hayden. Yes. What meet shall we start with? There's, well, there's three I want to cover. W- do we need to skip back all the way to Hastings? Um, or is that going back too far? Because I don't think we've talked about this We We already. haven't talked about Hastings. And so they're yeah. called the Classics. Yeah. It's There's a series of, of yep. track meets. Yep. Potts Classic, Cooks Classic, Capital Classic, Pirate Classic. Yeah. Hastings, Wanganui, Wellington. Oh, wait a minute. Hamilton. Is there a Lovelock Classic down south? Is that part of it? Yeah. I don't know if it's officially part of it. Ah, okay. Yeah. It's, to be <laughs> fair, and no offence to the Lovelock Classic, it doesn't <laughs> hold quite the same prestige. Where is this that? is coming from North Islanders. Yeah. <laughs> All I the know. South Islanders yeah. listening to this are like, this is the most well, important track meet of the year. I know the South Islanders exist. <laughs> it's just that somewhere I, south. <laughs> I don't care about it. I don't. We We've should. lived in Auckland too long. Uh, What's the I've, I've never cared for this South Island. Um, <laughs> there's some people that I've met from there, and they seem okay, but as a place, I'd just twink it out. I just wouldn't worry about it. Um, but anyway. Do you have? Do you know the results from the Lovelock Classic? I don't know. Okay, I don't know well, off the top of my head. I'm, I'm sure someone won. I think they've got and, a mile there, actually. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Anyway, let's jump forward. Maybe, and, probably Oscar won a race. I would say Oscar won a the three k. Yeah. Yeah. Let, Oscar, well done, Oscar. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he wins. If there's a race around the general South Island area, I'm willing to bet. Bit good money that Oscar won it. Yeah, yeah. He wins most things down there. Um, okay. Anyway, let's jump forward to the Potts Classic. Oh, the Edinburgh Commonwealth Games. Ah, I was going to say she won an 800 metre medal in something. Oh, no, she's famous Uh. for falling over. (laughs) Oh, that sounds sounds terrible. Yeah, famous running family anyway. So Sylvia Potts was a great athlete. Um, And she did have have a bit of a famous fall. You can check that out I think we need to put a bit of... um, of budget into our research yeah, bu- budget yeah. <laughs> but anyway yeah, we'll, um, we'll get there Alan Potts <laughs> um, her husband um, was a subformant at Myla yeah and uh, they made a great husband and wife coaching team basically anyone who was good from from Hawke's Bay was coached by Alan and Sylvia including their son Richard who uh, holds the New Zealand Junior 3k record went to a couple of Commonwealth games subformant at Myla um, and he runs this meet now. So oh, uh, nice. Ellen and Sylvia both uh, have unfortunately passed on. So it's it's kind of in memory of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. awesome. Right. So the the 800 meter race was the big the big one. Yeah, uh, the yeah, female 800 meter race. Yeah. And Angie Petty took it out again for the eighth time in a row. Yeah, pretty phenomenal. Pretty yeah, phenomenal. amazing. And let's so yeah, it, it, she's running 
not bad at the moment. So yep. do you know any of the other results from that? Oh, I, I've, off the top of my head, I feel like some Aussies came and took it yeah, over the, uh, the men's races. Alex Rowe won the 800. I know Jack O'Gill uh, won the shot put. Um, but if you do want to check out the results, um, yeah, yep. we'll put the links yep. to the Athletics New Zealand page. So then skipping over um, over the hills to Wanganui yep. and the Cooks Classic. So this is a annual mile um, which is very famous in New Zealand history. Uh, famous for Peter Snell breaking the world record, am I yep. right? Yep. On, you are on right. the grass on the mile. So usually the men's race is sort of the, the big the big news from the, the Cooks Classic and it was the Aussies who, who took it out. Yeah. So um, I don't have the results directly yeah, in front well, of me. Uh, are just, you scanning through? Um, so I believe it was 404 yeah, was the, the winning an, time. It was an Aussie 123, I yeah. believe. Interestingly, the guy who came third, Andre Waring, I think his last name is. Yeah. Um, Andre. Um, so I met him uh, over the summer training in Wellington, and he ran 407 for the mile. Yeah. But this is his second oh, season yeah. of running. I've heard about this guy. So, yeah. So I found a Douglas Hammerlock one in 404 um, from Joshua Torley, also in 404, and then as you said, Andrew Waring, the newcomer. Yeah. 407 in your second season of athletics. Crazy. That's eh? awesome. Yeah. That's so, really good. Love love it if he was a Kiwi, but it's good. I think the Aussies are due for some um, really strong milers, yeah. Um, yeah. middle distance runners. So yeah, good to, on him. To be honest, that probably the domestic uh, highlight from that event was was home of the junior 3,000 meter champs. Yeah. So Hannah O'Connor, who we've interviewed on the show before, was just absolutely dominant in the junior women's 3,000. She, I've seen her race three or four times now, and she's. She just smashes the opposition. She just goes out so hard. And no respect, you know, she, she could be racing, uh, you know, Kim Smith, and she wouldn't care. She'll just go out, and she goes out so hard. Awesome. Uh, and, and by and large, Steve Prefontaine on, yeah, of female very much so. middle distance running. And so <laughs> she ran 9.33, um, so just, uh, just outside of her personal best. Um, BB McKnight in second, uh, 9.56. So you see that gap there. Yeah. Charlie Miller in third and 10 flat and then um, the men's 3000 was uh, pretty cool Jared uh, Lortenslager uh, won the 3000 in 837 nice. and um, you know the Lortenslager family yeah it's they're some great uh, you know I think he's got at least one older brother who's a really strong runner uh, his dad was an international runner for the US uh, mum was a really good Kiwi runner it's the first national title for the family since something like 1984 wow. so they were cool. they were actually really really stoked and he was quite emotional after the race so awesome. it was really good uh, Christian Condor was second in 839 great result from Christian Condor his uh, dad Rob was a good domestic runner um, but 839, uh, that's a real improvement for Christian. And they are Angus Wright uh, in, in third, 840. So pretty good running uh, from the from the Kiwi kids. Very nice. Very good. Um, and then a few days later, we skip on down the road to the capital, uh, yeah. Windy Wellington. And I was having a look at the Met Service stats because we were in Wellington for Christmas, New Year. And the weather was pretty, pretty average. But yeah. this was the stillest day and all of January so far well, yeah. in Wellington. Oh, it's funny because <laughs> it was still early in the evening and then it did pick up. Yeah. Um, terrible timing just for the men's 3,000 metres. <laughs> Classic. It, it, it picked up. So yeah. it was a great meet to watch. A couple of highlights that you won't hear about. 
uh, some Japanese athletes that ran here with uh, International Pacific University. So uh, we've got an interview. Hopefully the quality will be good enough for us to play it um, with Paul McDermott, who, who helped bring these Japanese athletes over. Um, but, but yeah, it, it was was a, a great event. I'm just saying hi to a couple of wheelchair athletes abusing me as they go past. Um, but really the highlight was the, the senior titles over 3,000 metres. So yep. Hamish Carson um, picked up a national title number nine. Wow. And that was a barn burner of a race. So everyone knew that it was going to come down to a kick between Eric Speakman and Hamish Carson. Um, nobody told Aaron Pulford. Uh, and with 400 to go, he made a typical uh, aggressive Pulford move and tried to burn off the, the, the middle distance runners. And he really did string them out a little bit. It was pretty impressive. I thought the, uh, awesome. I thought the marathon guy wouldn't uh, have the wheels. And, uh, you know, ultimately he didn't, but he really did make the race by, by leading, uh, leading out that last lap really hard. Uh, about 250 to go, Eric Speakman got into the lead. And uh, I thought he was going to hold it. He was looking pretty good. Uh, but then just in the last 80 metres, Hamish Carson came and, and um, eased past him. It was pretty impressive for both of them. Uh, just to look at how relaxed they were at that full speed. Yeah, yeah. Some really yeah. well-trained uh, middle distance runners holding that re relaxation at top speed. So they, they ran okay times. Um, 8.05 for the win. Uh, 8.05 you know half a second behind for Speakman most impressive uh, thing for me was Dan Hoy in third the young triathlete he's a junior and he ran 18.45 wow so you know he's a triathlete and he's a junior so you and I were discussing off air he's potentially the fastest triathlete in the world as a runner right now yeah I can't imagine you know I'd, I'd happily um, put him on the track against the Brownlee brothers over 3k yeah. I, I think you'd take him. They'd probably get him over 10k, but yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, that, yeah. But he's a junior. He's a yeah. junior, so he should. He shouldn't. Yeah. You know, I know he'll be running 10k, but for his development, oh, I love that he's running all these 3ks at the moment. And guy, he's fast. Yeah. He's really fast. Very, very exciting. So triathlon geeks out there, get excited because oh, mate, we Hall, finally yeah. might yeah. have someone else um, in the mail field anyway yeah, to yeah. Um, to get up there and, yeah, and mix it. Since um, Gemmel and, uh, and, and Doherty kind of moved on from the Olympic distances, um, we haven't had a true world-class male, and that's no disrespect to, to Ryan Sissons and Tony Dodds. They're just not in the same league as Brownlee brothers. Um, yep. Well, this, you this need to be a very fast runner and yeah. and a well, very like, fast swimmer. So it's an yeah. amazing um, combo. I mean, Sissons might run 14.49 for 5K. Yeah, yeah. and that's just not going to cut at this day and age. You know, yep. and that's... Sounds harsh, but it's not that I couldn't run that fast. But yeah, yeah, you know, it's yeah, it's just where you've got to be. And yeah, the Dan, sports moved on. Yeah, Dan Absolutely. Hoy looks like he has the goods, so that's exciting. Um, women's three k, uh, Laura Nagel, just uh, a masterclass in sit and kick. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. Yeah, yeah. and, and I've got to say, I'll jump in. Um, our two Tempo Fit coaches from Hawks Bay, so Laura Nagel and Eric Speakman, both both really shining. So well done, you guys. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. And look, watching that 3K was uh, was exciting because Olivia Byrne, she's coached by Barry McGee, really strong endurance space, and you could just tell she was so strong. And she happily led the whole way and was just running the last three laps you could notice she was picking it up Laura was just just hanging in there car you know not comfortably but you could tell 
I, I, you know, I think she knew that she had it if she could hang into the last lap, and yep. then uh, last lap she just had slightly better speed, and so picked up a, another national title. She's won the cross country. She's had a she's good six months yeah, or so far yeah. out. So yeah. really looking forward to seeing what she can do in terms of translating this to you know perhaps qualification for for a worlds or something like that. So uh, her time was nine twenty two. So pretty impressive. You know, and it's uh, somewhat of a shame that uh, Hannah Miller didn't run the senior 3000. She ran a junior 1500, and again, very impressive. So cool. uh, the other kind of main races of note were the 800s. Um, Alexander Rowe won the men's 800. He's an Aussie guy, really interesting. He's run 142. So really, really, yeah, I think so. Wow, he co-holds the Australian record from 2014. Might have to check that. He's really fast. Yeah. Yep. Um, but he's also a med student, so oh. an incredibly busy guy. But um, yeah, he I got to talk to him a little bit uh, that day before the event, so it was pretty cool. Um, he dominated, to be fair. Um, and then look, the the big kind of upset of the day was Catherine Marshall taking out Angie Petty in the 800. Yeah. So Catherine Marshall, Huge win. Yeah, yeah, she's been there or thereabouts nationally for the last three or four years since she came back from the States. And this is the first ever win she's had over Angie. And she was just stoked. I got to interview her afterwards. Um, and, and she was, she, you know, she doesn't seem like an overly uh, excitable person, but she was clearly stoked with the result. And, um, you know, I, I think there's more to come. In some ways, this is going to be good for Angie, just knowing that she's got a bit more competition domestically. But yeah, it's cool because when you become an Olympian, it's really good and you can have that title. But as soon as you do, you've got a target on your yeah, back from yeah. everyone, everyone else. Everyone wants yeah. to beat the Olympian and Catherine yeah. Marshall. I think this bodes really well for her season. So, yeah. you know, the times weren't great. She ran 2.06. They're both capable of faster. Um, they both will run faster. So it's another reason to get down and, and check out the Auckland Track Challenge uh, when we have it. I think it's in late February. Uh, you know, it's only 20 bucks to go and see and there's going to be, you know, Nick Willis, Angie Petty, Jack O'Gill, all these great athletes, you need to go check them out. Yeah, so, awesome. Yeah. Now, do, w were there any uh, sprints to talk about there? or? Uh, yeah, no, Joseph Miller was pretty impressive. Uh, he won the 100 and 200 double. The times yep. weren't great. The wind was a bit off. Uh, my old mate Zach Topping was second in both of those events. And uh, Kelsey Ber Berryman looking really sharp in the women's 100 and then uh, also in the long jump. Nice. So Kelsey Berryman is, is a name to watch out for this season. She's kind of stamped herself as the early favorite to win the uh the woman the, the woman's 100 meter title so awesome yeah and then the next day i think it was the next day in lower hut there was a shot put um championship yeah well and it's, the, it's the solar power throwers meeting so throwing with the stars okay. and so shaka solar is for those who don't know he's one of the big personalities in new zealand athletics so he was a, a samoan olympian uh, lived in new zealand lived in wellington most of his life he's a big man with an even bigger personality um bit of a troublemaker bit of a ruffian but he's uh he's turned into an excellent coach and uh he's decided to make you know a bit of a throws academy he's used some disused land in lower huts got council permission to do it up put in the throwing circles and some cool. nice uh facilities and you know he mostly is coaching um you know other kind of kids from lower socioeconomic areas and stuff um you know kids who otherwise wouldn't have the opportunity to access world-class coaching and uh he's taking it one step further and said well 
you know, not only are we going to train here, we're going to bring the best people in the world to throw here. So in the past, they've had Valerie Adams, they've had Tom Walsh, and this year they had Jack O'Gill. And so uh, it's an official throwers meet, and Jack O'Gill uh, smashed his personal best and threw 21.01. So that's awesome, eh? Yeah. Like you go to Diamond Leagues and the Olympics, and then at a little park in Lower Hutt, you go and throw the best throw you've ever done in your life. Yeah. And there would have been, I don't know, a hundred or a few hundred people there to watch that. Um, bit of history yeah and that's a qualifier for the world champ so he's got that sorted and now it's it's time for him and tom walsh to have a bit of a battle for the rest of the season yeah yeah it's um it's exciting actually because you know up until now tom's had the upper hand over the past few years yeah you know i've always said i'm team jacko so this throw really <laughs> excites me uh, i'm particularly glad that he's competing more he's he's competed in almost all of these classics uh, and he's looking really good. 2101 is, is world class by any standard. Uh, it's going to be a, an incredibly exciting shot put at, at Nationals and the Auckland Track Classic. Yeah, absolutely. So well done, Tom. In other news with the shot put, um, we hear that Valerie Adams might be um, might be about to hang up the, the, the trainers for a little bit anyway and possibly have a baby. I saw that in the, in the, <laughs> the media. So yeah. we'll, we'll see what happens there. Um, I think that might be after the World Champs, possibly. No, but she's not going to World Champs. Not going? No, so her coach, John pierre Eger, has retired. Yeah. Um, so he's 74, he's retired. So a bit of a change to her coaching team. She's going to go through and compete at the National Champs here in okay. New Zealand. That's the plan. Um, so Scott Goodman is going to um, coach her uh, up through then, and they, they're, they're going to review the situation. She hopes to not go to World Champs because she hopes she'll be having a baby. Ah, yeah, cool. You know, so yeah. Awesome. But yeah. Um, is committed to at least the Commonwealth Games and, and hopefully the Olympics. Oh, okay, so she will be back. That, that's that's great news. Awesome. Well, um, I need to go and coach a, a Tempo Fit session. Yeah. Ooh, you yeah. probably need to go and pick up your partner from work. So thanks for joining in the show. We'll follow up with the interview straight after this. Happy running, everyone. Hey. All right, so unfortunately we have had some some te technical difficulties where the audio files that we captured at the Capital Classic have just come back. Um, let's say substandard. We had some microphone problems, so um, unfortunately we missed a we missed an episode last week, and this week's episode has been late because we've just been trying to work through these these technical difficulties. So instead, to wrap up this show, I wanted to um, go into a bit more detail with a bit more news and, and cover off some other news that we didn't we didn't cover. So clearing up kind of the the news from the. Uh, Adams, um, Valerie Adams camp. Um, so her, her coach has, um, retired. So he's a, a 74 year old Swiss, um, legendary, um, throwing coach, um, Jean-Pierre Egger. And so he's retired and that means that, um, Valerie Adams is on the lookout for a new coach, her strength and con conditioning coach, and also the high performance manager of athletics New Zealand are going to kind of cover things for her for now. But she's not in a massive rush at the moment um, because she is not going to go to the world champs this year. Um, as Hamish pointed out earlier, I think we're, I think she's just going to be doing the um, the New Zealand champs and then then possibly taking a little little bit of a break. So she told the um, the Herald, "I feel sad, but I feel it's the right choice and the right thing for us to do." Um, to move on to the next phase. So she's not going to go back to her usual Swiss training base. So she's going to be based in New Zealand for a, 
uh, a bit longer, which is good news for us. Um, so we'll be seeing more of her around New Zealand for the next little while, at least, um, until she maybe takes a little bit of a break. Um, then other throwing news, with, with Jacko Gill, um, Athletics New Zealand caught up with him after his massive 21.01 metre personal best throw with the shot put. Um, and this is what he had to say to Athletics New Zealand. Quote, I'm really happy with this result. It's been quite a tough couple of weeks. I've had a bit of flu and a lot of other things. This result means a lot to me. Everyone around me has helped me a lot, family especially, and it's been really special that everyone's been there and believed in me, and it's great to finally get that 21-metre throw. Um, Athletics New Zealand goes on saying he only had three days off after the Rio Olympic Games, um, and then Gil says, quote, but it was straight back into the gym as I kind of feel a bit sad when I don't train as it's what I do love. And it's hard to get away from it. I enjoy training and I've been training very hard. Gil decided to let the Jones fracture of the foot heal by itself without having having surgery. So, yeah, that's a, a bit of an injury that he'd had earlier. Um, he says the foot is pretty good. The people wanted me to have surgery, but I decided against it and let it heal naturally. And the foot's holding up nicely. Um, my granddad is a little bit sick at the moment. He goes on and he's been fighting and doing a great job. And that 21 meters throw was for him. And I hope I did him proud. So that's really cool. Uh, his family's all behind him. And um, yeah, I hope I hope his granddad can um, can recover okay. Um, but cool, he could do that for him. Now on to, on to other news. And obviously we have the Tarawera Ultra coming up in oh, about two weeks now. It's coming up very soon. And so the organisers re- release a media release just recently. Um, and it's big news at the moment because the Tarawera Ultra is now part of the, the World Ultra Trail World Tour, which makes it part of... Um, a, a dozen or more, I think it's m- maybe up to about 20 um, of the really the most prestigious ultra running races in the world. Um, so the Tarawera Ultra is just a tick over 100k. And the the media release says... Yeah, so the media release um, has got a bit of a quote from Jonas Budd, who is from Sweden. He won the event last year. Um, and he's also the 100K world champ from 2015. So definitely, you know, the, these are the top guys and girls in the world contesting this race. Um, but he says the quality of the athletes in this year's starting field is really good. And in particular, there are a number of talented Americans. For me, I see being the defending champ as an advantage over the other athletes. I know the course and I know how the event is run. So it only made sense to race again this year. I'm planning on racing in the same way as last year, spending several days in New Zealand beforehand to acclimatise from the current negative 20 degrees in Sweden and ensuring I focus on myself and not the other competitors. I suspect that it's going to be a battle all the way to the finish line and I'm looking forward to it. Um, far out, just a couple of days to acclimatise from negative 20. That is that is insane. Um, yeah, so w- we've got a, a really cool lineup coming over and looking at the um, the quote from Paul Charteris, he's the, the event organiser. Um, so they've actually got over half of the athletes are from outside New Zealand, which is pretty pretty phenomenal. I don't know if any other 
New Zealand race could say the same thing. Uh, but Paul Charteris says, each year I find myself saying, this is the best field yet, but it really is true. The Tarawera Ultra just keeps growing, and we believe it comes down to the stunning trails we have to offer and the international work we've put in. Among many standout names include, and I'm going to destroy this name, but Jedominus Grinius from Lithuania, currently ranked number one in the world by the Ultra Trail World Tour. Then Jim Wormsley from the USA, the 2016 Ultra Runner of the Year. Uh, Camille Heron from the USA, 2015 50K and 100K World Champion. And Fernanda Marcel from Brazil, currently ranked second by the in the world by the Ultra World Tour. Also, USA Olympian Magdalena Belay adds extra speed to the women's field. And just a little side note, um, so uh, Magda uh, from the States, she's a 226 marathoner. So that puts, <laughs> puts into perspective how quality this, uh, this field is. It genuinely is a, a really international field. Um, this is the third year that the Tarawera Ultra has been on the Ultra Trail World Tour. Uh, this is carrying on the quote from uh, Paul Charteris. And it's really starting to show with a 52% international field. So there you go. Over half of the field is from overseas. And it's not just elite athletes that take part in the World Tour, continues Charteris. It's also the crazy everyday runners who make a holiday out of their ultramarathon ambitions. They're the ones that make our event so special. So that is something to get excited about. So everyone out there who are training for the Tarawera Ultra, uh, jump on the website because there's uh, there's lots of news about who who's competing. Um, looking down the list at, at some of the Kiwis, we've got uh, Fiona Hayvice, um, who's the 2016 defending champ, coming back again. Um, we've got a, a few other Kiwis: Sue Crowley, Cecilia Flory, Dawn Tuffrey, and then in the men, we've got Sam McCutcheon, uh, Craig Kirkwood, Romaine Morosa, uh, Daryl Harding, Andy Good. Uh, Christian Day um, from the Hawks Bay. So, yeah, awesome lineup. And Andreas Romanos, who, of course, won the 50K uh, just a few um, a few months ago now. Uh, so very cool lineup and very excited to see how this race unfolds. So happy running, everyone. I'm going to leave you for another week. And trust me, we have a very cool uh, episode in store for you next week. So we've been putting a bit of work into this one. So hopefully we're not going to miss any more, more weeks coming up and things are going to be smooth sailing from here. But thanks again for tuning in, everyone. Happy running. 